Hello, welcome to our podcast. We are going to be talking about climate change today. My name is Haley Kurtzmacher, and I'm here with my colleagues. Nathan Barksdale. Alec Milgram. So today, um, like I said, we're going to be talking about climate change. We're first going to start off by just kind of figuring out what climate change is and the effects that it has and kind of just our own personal opinions on climate change. Uh, yeah, climate change is a really big deal. And this is like currently like trying to undo like everything pretty much that Obama put in place. Um, the Trump administration doesn't really um, support climate change or necessarily even believe in it still because it's still a relatively new topic. I think they actually took down the EPA site regarding climate change. So that's kind of a big issue because now nobody actually knows what's going on with climate change anymore. No one gets to talk about it that much either. We are using the case climate change, the challenges of international environmental policymaking. During the late 1980s, the spotlight was on human activity because it could be the possible reason for changing the Earth's climate. And we kind of realized that humans and what we're doing to the environment is kind of creating all these issues. And although this is an extremely controversial topic still, the only way to really make a change is by each nation voluntarily cooperating. Um, you can't force people to not pollute the air and you can't force people to not drive their cars, but it's more encouraging them to um, make sure that they're trying to be more energy and fuel efficient. And since survival is a unitary actor that all states can agree on, changing the norms to decrease global, global climate is the most crucial aspect to sustain our environment. So it's something that is, um, is, as long as everyone is on board with climate change and making a difference, then everyone in the globe, regardless of their own political opinions, can agree on this. So um, we're going to talk about like five different questions. Uh, the first one is, what is the climate change problem in the United States? The United States was going to battle to define the climate change problems and figure out what their stance was going to be in the 1990s. Since it was such a new issue, the pending Kyoto meeting was the final verdict. Ordinary Americans were seen as villains, in this case due to their wasteful lifestyle. The small island nations are the ones being short-term victimized. The strong opponents who were heavily relying on the oil and coal industries were attacking the climate change idea. They were trying to convince the U.S. that a warmer Earth would not be, would not be so bad and imposing such policies to avert the climate change that could eventually destroy the American economy. All in all, whichever side was going to clearly define the problems would dedicate the solution. So um, bo both different ideas on this, like the two um, ideas are both kind of like up in the air regarding like who is going to like take over climate change and who's going to like make the kind of final decision. So the next question is, what did the Bush administration do to attempt to, to sustain climate change? Well, the Bush administration refused to propose or support climate policies. They emphasized that they are not enough. there's not enough scientific certainty surrounding the issues to really support it. President Bush believed that it would be too early to impose policies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The main theme in majority of his speeches were that we need facts before we start making irrational decisions. Even with 
the new IMCC findings, he was not moved by the act. Even though it was concluded that many regions were going to be vulnerable to the, even the slightest effects of climate change, such as flooding and partial submerged at the low ends of the rising sea levels. Um, our third question is, what successes did the Clinton administration have for climate change? The Clinton success, it started off, well, the Clinton administration, they had a little tough run, but it, eventually the successes of the Clinton, the Clinton administration had for climate change was the Kyoto Protocol. The, the Kyoto Protocol allowed for American commitments to realistic to realistic and bunny limits that would significantly reduce the emissions of greenhouse gases. Clinton then put forth an effort to try and get the general public to believe in climate change and do something and see if anything can be done about it. And the fourth question is, um, what was the significance of the Kyoto Protocol in this case? The significance of the Kyoto Protocol in this case was that it was not just the Americans working to reduce our carbon emissions, it was other and other dangerous greenhouse gases, but it was also other countries such as the EU, China, Japan, and many other nations. This protocol allowed for scientists to finally be heard and for the general public to be in, to be enforced of the dangers of climate change. And um, our fifth question is, um, what were the outcomes of this particular case? The outcomes of this case was that, like during his pre presidency, uh, Barack Obama pledged that the United States would cut its greenhouse gas emissions by 17% from the 2005 levels by 2020 and 80% by 2050, having promised during the campaign to enact legislation that would cap U.S. greenhouse gas emissions and allow for trading of emission allowances. He's, uh, Obama saw like a lot of resistance in, in support of this legislation in the Senate and the House of Representatives. The president's actions were also consistent with the historic announcement in the late 14 by the U.S. and China that the two nations would jointly commit to cutting their emissions. And this is a pretty big deal because China and the United States are pretty big offenders for contributing to climate change. And um, in conclusion, environmentalists and their allies are kind of at a disadvantage um, to define climate change because it's still a relatively new issue, and so we don't have um, the evidence of um, like decades to show that our um, climate is actually increasing. And so, the more that we like are um, looking at this issue, and the more that we are getting evidence on it, we can pretty much see like over time that this is going to be a big bigger issue and um, the climate scientists and campaigners are um, going to see that this is a really big problem that is going to cause issues for our entire world. For activists um, of all different stripes and programs, the fundamental challenge remains um, the same, that they just need to raise awareness of climate change so that elected officials feel a lot of pressure that unless they are going to support these policies that are going to reduce fossil fuels, then they won't be reelected. And so it's going to create a more green environment for the United States specifically. And it's also important, like as she was saying, to raise awareness because for all the research and um, findings that they've 
got from their data. Scientists' alarm about climate change has not resulted in legislation to curb greenhouse gas emissions. So pretty much like for all their effort to research and gather data about the changing in climate and the melting of the glaciers and things like that, like it hasn't really been enough to force our politicians to create uh, policies that would reduce that.